Good morning. So, busy morning uh, here with some sessions prior to starting the year as we mean to go on before the year's ended. So this is part two of three, uh, where we're going through some popular diets uh, that you might be looking to do. And remember, I'm going to remind you, the best diet in the world is the one that you can do. Because actually, when you think about it, why do most diets fail? Because we can't stick to them. Why can we not stick to them? That's a key question. So yesterday we talked about gluten-free, we talked about FODMAP, we talked about vegan diets. Today, um, we are going into blood glucose monitoring diets and low carb. So the first one is a blood glucose monitoring diet. You might have heard of different ones. Um, there's Zoe and there's a few other where people just literally monitor their glucose. Now, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, basically. Um, in the... Almost what we do is we create like a low carb diet from doing this because when you start monitoring your glucose response to foods, by default, what we often start doing is going, okay, I've taken my blood, my blood sugar level has gone up, I should avoid that food, potentially. So we start to create a list. But what we fail to recognize sometimes is all the other variables. How did you sleep? What was the quantity of food that you ate? When, when was your last meal? So for example, you'll get a bigger glucose spike if you eat tacos just cheeky tacos if you eat tacos at lunchtime but you fasted in the morning than if you had breakfast simply because of what happens in the postprandial meal response it goes a bit more like this rather than if you're fasted it's obviously going to be lower and that's not to say that it's bad it's just the way it works so sometimes we're reading the wrong things from this. and the problem with this is is when we become quite more aware of it we start to maybe put too much trust in the measures i Personally, from what the science shows at the moment, all the research out there, there's a real lack of eff efficacy from there. Um, and personally, it leads to quite a lot of restriction. Now, what I would suggest someone does is almost just go straight to the, the end point and go, what's it going to say? It's probably going to mean that you eat less processed food. It's going to be probably going to mean that you eat more higher protein foods and lots more fiber. By default, you probably knew that anyway. Um and and that's my kind of response to that. Um, then we go into more the low carb diet. Now, you might think I'm going to sit here and go that, oh, yeah, low carbs, you know, just a fad and stuff like that. There's actually a lot of benefits to low carb. We know that it gets glucose down relatively quickly in terms of blood glucose, um, like without being quite like... Um, intruding in terms of like taking blood and things like that it will take your glu glucose levels down simply because there's less glucose coming in less carbohydrates coming in um it's very quite easy to follow for and it can often help with hunger so people can often because they almost by default increase their protein intake people's hunger levels reduce so technically it's easier to stick to however from a flexibility point of view you could argue it's harder to stick to because you know someone's like i am low carb all, all the time and they're eating out they may struggle to stick to it. So we've got to be a bit wary there. And, and I think that's where having that flexibility in creating your diet is so key. Having a, a framework, but not being afraid to deviate from that. So you might go, I'm predominantly low carb, but you know, like me, I'm predominantly low carb. But in the evening, I have a bit more flexibility to the family, whatever they're having, let's just have that. Whether it's tacos, I do love tacos, or it's tacos or whatever, that gives me a little bit more flexibility to, to have that then. But in the day, I have a lot less. Um, other benefits in terms of low carb, like I talked about yesterday, in terms of FODMAPs, IBS, it may help with that. Um, also, you're not really at risk of get, being deficient in much, really. Um, you know, low carb, if you look at the definition, 
I'm going to talk about keto more tomorrow, but low carb is anywhere like lower than 30, like around 30% carbohydrates, maybe 20 to 30%. Um, so it's not massively low. There's still some carbohydrates there. You're not restricting your vegetables or your fiber really. So like, like I said, I think there's no real drawback to get following a low carb framework, but having that flexibility to know that if you want to want to have some bread, if you want to have a bit of carbohydrates in there, you can still have them. That's still structured as low carb. I think sometimes, you know, I read a blog this morning about how 84% of people set New Year's resolutions, but then go back to doing what they were doing. And I think it's a good reminder there that actually you can set and be follow a low carb diet, but it doesn't mean you have to be low carb or zero carb. It's like that still does include some carbohydrates. If you want to have bread, you can still have bread. It might be as simple as, you know, if we action make this real actionable, I don't have carbs at my breakfast and lunch and I have them in my evening meal. That's a default way of not having to track calories. You lower your um, carbohydrate intake by default. You're probably going to lower your calories by default. You increase your protein by default. And that's going to have a positive effect in terms of creating a calorie deficit, your hunger levels. But if time comes, you're eating out or whatever at lunchtime, you can switch that around and have that flexibility. And that's the thing. That's a key thing to remember. And as always, it's about creating your diet, something that we're going to be doing in our free five day kickstart, which starts on Monday, the 9th of January. If you're in on that, I'll put the link in the comments. And that is a wrap for today. So tomorrow we're going to be going over. So it's going to be a little bit of a longer episode, if you can call it that. We're going to be covering like all of the rest of the diets from fruitarian to carnivore to paleo to clean eating to keto uh, in a bit more detail. So uh, to gut health diet as well. So I will see you tomorrow. Uh, if you're coming on a free five-day kickstart, I'll see you then as well. Enjoy your Friday and I'll see you soon.